Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from top marathoner Ken Rideout on making money, dealing with addiction, and mental toughness, my first million with Sam Parr and Sean Puri number 427. Intro. Ken Rideout, at Ken Rideout underscore, is one of the world's top master athletes and has been crowned the world's best marathoner over 50 by the New York Times previously. He worked on Wall Street and has since become a successful entrepreneur and co-host of the Fight Podcast with Teddy Atlas in addition to his running accolades. Ken is known for sharing his story about overcoming opioid addiction. In this conversation, Ken Rideout and the My First Million crew discuss his recent rise in popularity, mindset, race preparation experiences on Wall Street in the 90s, struggles with addiction, how he got into running and media, the toughest people he has ever met, how to deal with adversity, how he makes money today, and longevity. Check out these podcast notes from David Goggins on how to master your life. Hosts, Sam Parr, Sam Parr and Sean Puri, at Sean VP. When the race is about to begin, Ken Rideout is the alpha male that will do whatever is necessary to win, but he is everyone's best friend the second the race is over. You might have to go to some pretty dark places mentally to achieve great things physically. Ken sees himself as a regular guy who is willing to die to get the most out of himself physically. Ken Rideout's pre-race process. Starting 12 weeks out from the race, Ken will devote 2.5 hours each day to race preparation. In the case of his recent Tokyo Marathon, he will arrive at the race site a week early to allow his body's circadian rhythm to adjust accordingly. He travels to races by himself. He views traveling for races as work trips, he is not there to mess around and have fun. He is a big believer in mindset and takes a lot of time to mentally prepare for races. Ken knows that he is a jerk on race days so he tries to stay away from other runners. Quote, I don't have anything that anyone listening to this show doesn't have I promise you, Ken Rideout. It is very hard to beat the guy who wants to die to win. Ken's background in finance. Ken worked on a Wall Street utilities trading desk in the 1990s. He describes the 90s Wall Street culture as alpha-driven. He was fired after punching a guy that was hazing him. Word got out about the punching and a competitor offered Ken a job that doubled his salary. Within a few years he was making $2 million per year as head of commodity sales and trading at Kenner Fitzgerald. He didn't even know what they were trading, he knew people, had good relationships and knew how to find buyers and sellers. He lived in London, and routinely flew back and forth on the Concorde jet to Tokyo. At the time he could not believe he was living the life that he was living. After Enron blew up, Ken was sent back to New York to be head of the Credit Derivatives Department, a relatively new operation at his firm. Again, he had no idea what credit derivatives were, he once did $262,000 in commissions in a single trading day. In the 90s Wall Street, basically whoever did the most commissions became the manager of the shop, regardless of whether or not they had any management skills. Ken's struggle with addiction. He was suffering from imposter syndrome as a 27-year-old managing grown man. He was introduced to Percocet after having minor surgery on his ankle. He felt all the confidence in the world after taking the Percocet and opioids. He felt like no one could stop him. This started a 10-year odyssey of being high 
he says that he was a good drug addict in the sense that he had resources, knew how to get away with it, and was able to get prescriptions all over the country. Opioid addiction gets to the point where you are no longer taking them for a high, but so you do not get sick. Imagine having the worst flu of your life for seven days, and it can all stop whenever you are ready to start taking opioids again. He got sober once he started having children with his wife. He knew that he could not be the way he was and have children. It is very rare for someone who was addicted to opioids to go on and live a clean, emotionally prosperous life. Of all the things that he has done, he is most proud of being sober. He started doing triathlons when he got sober in 2010. His early success in triathlons came from knowing how to suffer. Quote, quitting is much harder than suffering, can ride out. Your body will tell itself every story possible to justify quitting. Ken Rideout used endurance sports to deal with his addiction, and through endurance sports, he discovered his ability to suffer through adversity and the pain of quitting. With humility, he knows that he has some mental strength that other people do not have. The toughest people Ken Rideout has ever met. His wife is one of the toughest people that he knows. Quote, physical pain is momentary emotional pain lasts forever, Ken Rideout. Many people turn to shortcuts like drugs and alcohol in an effort to escape emotional pain. The only way to deal with adversity is to go through it. There is nothing physically tougher than getting into the ring or octagon to fight another human with the whole world watching. The elite fighters feel the same feelings that the average person would feel before a fight. The coward and the hero feel the same exact thing, how they behave is where they differ. You become a fighter when there is something to overcome. You find out who you really are when you experience setbacks. The reality of the situation is not nearly as important as the narrative you have in your head. How to deal with adversity. Constantly ask yourself what you could be doing to be better. Go the extra mile in preparation. Everyone who shows up to the race, or conference, or bake-off, etc., is good. What did you do that they did not do to give yourself an edge? Do the little extra things that you know other people are not doing. You can become the best in the world at something if you do it more than anyone else and devote yourself to it more than anyone else. Quote, I try to be as humble as I can. I know that there are a lot of things that I'm not good at, but suffering is one thing that I know how to do, Ken Rideout. How Ken Rideout Makes Money In 2015, Ken left New York to join a fintech startup called Electronify in Los Angeles. Electronify created a marketplace to allow investment firms to trade directly with each other. Electronify did not work out and it was sold to a competitor. By moving to LA where there were not many sales and trading jobs, he forced himself into a situation where he had to make something happen. If you are waiting for the perfect time to do something, it is probably never going to happen. Instead, make the move and make it perfect. He offered to work for free at his friend's asset management firm in LA. The firm had $2 billion under management when he started, and he helped grow the number to $5 billion in his first two years. He raised a $35 million fund and $150 million fund. After achieving this level of success, Ken's boss encouraged him to break out and start his own thing. His first mandate was with David Sinclair at Life Biosciences where he helped them raise $50 million. 
He continued raising capital for various private placement mandates and has since started working on it full-time. He raised a third discretionary fund for the Palisades Group in L.A. Ken serves as an advisor for some companies and sometimes invests personally in deals. He also has several brand deals related to his running career. He filmed a pilot episode for a non-scripted TV show that he hosts. In a perfect world, this media project is where Ken devotes his time over the next several years. Money does not make you happy. Money can alleviate stress, but it can also add stressors that you didn't even know existed. It is better to have money than not have money but be careful if your only goal in life is to make money. You cannot lose once you become comfortable operating when you are scared. Longevity Concerns Ken Rideout prioritizes sleep and tries to get 8 hours per day. He eats a very healthy diet and does a lot of strength training that other runners do not do. He has started to stretch a lot more and focused more on preventative care. This includes electrical muscular stimulation, Theragun, etc. He has every device under the sun for preventative care. Ken's level of activity may make his life a little shorter, but it increases his quality of life to the degree that it is worth it to him. A decades-long study from Harvard suggests that meaningful relationships are the most important element for living a healthy, fruitful life. His foray into the endurance world has allowed him to meet so many amazing people and form meaningful relationships. This is a stark contrast compared to his time in finance. Parting Wisdom Ken has the one thing that he needs enough. Find something in your life that you are passionate about and that you genuinely enjoy. The harder you work, the luckier you will get. The little voice in your head is not little. The little voice in your head should be screaming and telling you that you can do anything that you want to do. If you are not going to look good for yourself, think about your spouse. That wraps up the notes for this episode. Five-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The Top 10 Ideas of the Week. Every Monday.